Ladies and gentlemen, good afternoon. Welcome on the Culture News. My name is David Cerrero, and I have the pleasure to have today over the phone a very talented man. His name is Mr. JP Moroni. Let me spell it for you. M-A-R-O-N-E-Y. He's the founder and CEO of a great financial company called Harbor City Capital. Please visit their website called harborcity.com. So my first question is, I would love to know about yourself. Can you tell us like, where you're from and how did you arrive in the finance world? Yeah, that's a good question. You know, I didn't come out of the capital market space. I've been building companies for 27 years. Started my first company when I was 19 years old, just out of high school. And um, like all entrepreneurs, I've had the ups and downs. And I like to tell people that I've everything that I've learned has been hammered out on the anvil of experience. So along the way, we've had the good, the bad, and the ugly, and kind of like Edison figured out a thousand ways not to make a light bulb. You know, we figured out ways that it, that not to build a business. But in the process, I learned a lot of really cool things um, and built some companies, sold some companies. We've had some successes and some exits. Uh, we bought a lot of businesses. And um, in 2004, um, I went full-time on the Internet building companies. I had actually built my first website way back in, I think, 1993 or four, something like that for one of my businesses. But in 2004, I went full-time on the Internet building companies and primarily primarily in the area of lead generation. And what I found early on was that the Internet was a superior vehicle for client acquisition, meaning you could track – Every click, every visit, every person, you know, Wally Waddles said years ago, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just can't figure out which half. Well, in the Internet space, you don't have to wonder. You know exactly what is and isn't working. And because of that, it's a really efficient form of client acquisition. So I was heavily involved in the digital space and and building companies, acquiring leads, generating thousands and thousands of opt-ins and subscriptions and registrations on the internet, selling information products and consulting and helping other companies build their list and acquire more clients. And in 2011, I was watching a TV show. There was an interview with some fund managers. One of them was an alternative asset manager. And he made some, he made a comment about something that really made a lot of sense to me. He said, you know, a lot of people think about investing in terms of traditional assets, but we look at all sorts of asset classes. We're looking primarily if we can put a dollar in and get something more than a dollar back out in a reasonable period of time, we'll consider investing in that asset. And therefore, we invest in you know some pretty esoteric things like classic car collections and art collections and wine collections and things like that, just looking for an appreciation in value. And so that evening, I was out walking our dog in the neighborhood and I had an epiphany. I was like, you know what? That's exactly what we do in lead generation. We have a client on the buy side that has already committed to us to buy a certain number of leads at a certain fixed price. So, for example, it could be a real estate broker that's agreed to buy a lead for $15 a lead, a very top-of-funnel opt-in type lead. So we know we're getting paid $15 for that lead. Our goal in our business model is just to figure out how much under that can we generate a lead. And once we know what our cost is, our fixed cost of lead acquisition by running advertising on the Internet, 
Well, then we can have a predefined return on investment, meaning if a lead is costing us $10 and we've already got it sold for $15, that's a $5 profit. But what that, if you look at that through an investor perspective, that's a 50% return on investment, which is extraordinary. And sometimes it's 50, sometimes it's 100, sometimes it's 200. It can, it can go up much higher. And so I thought to myself at the time, it would be really interesting if you could put capital behind that to be able to scale those campaigns in large volume and be able to go into a wide variety of niches and industries. And my vision for it way back then was that I would go into a hundred verticals. I would put a million dollars to work in each vertical. So take a very portfolio approach like a portfolio manager and grow those assets inside of those those um, verticals. And so I'd have $100 million at work, and I'd be able to scale that over time. Well, I look back now, and some of the industries we're in, we could put together, put, put to work, for example, like in real estate, $25, $23, 25000000 million worth of capital. In personal injury, 18 to $20 million worth of capital. Some of these niches are very, very big verticals. So the numbers are much bigger than what I originally suspected. But that was the journey that I went on, and we can talk about that. But for the next two years, leading up to December of 2013, I was on a journey to figure out how to put a fund together, how to organize and, and raise capital, how to administer that, how to mitigate risk, because I'm a big believer in Warren Buffett's rule number one, don't lose money, rule number two, see rule number one, you know, so I, I was trying to figure out how I could put together a model that would have very, very low downside risk with very big upside potential for earning. Wow, it is so inspiring what you said, and I've always been, you know, I've, I've been so blessed to interview such amazing people, amazing people such as yourself, and and what I always love is this craft that you have that within the first seconds, it's a little bit like, you know, a pianist or a musician, within the first seconds, you know that the guy knows what he's talking about, you know, <laughs> so that, that that is really uh, I think really a beautiful craft, and you definitely know about what you're talking about. Uh, so if I want to um, invest with your company, if I want to work with you, tell me, in other words, tell me how Harbor City Capital Corp is different from any other um, companies. Uh, one thing that I really love, and I invite everybody to go on your website, harborcity.com, of course, if you are driving, uh, do not drive and look at your phone, but once you stop your car at some point, hopefully, um, check out the website harborcity.com and you will see you have a lot of, um, you have a lot of, I would say, target points. You know, you have, uh, one true secret about wealth that you can buy, uh, three things ultra wealthy people do differently. You know, I, I love when things are, are written, um, very clearly the way it is written on your website, um, Avoid feeling poor when you are rich. This is, I wish, you know, my ex-wife would know that about me. And also, um, three guaranteed ways to lose business assets. Um, this is really good, good stuff. You have also some good advices about uh, uh, taxes. We, of course, encourage you to, to pay your taxes in this amazing country. But uh, you have some ways to 
also gain profit of it while benefiting the government. So uh, you're disappearing for 1K retirement fund. These, I, I love this photo, by the way. So um, to, to, to answer it, tell me how this company, Harbor City, your company, is different from any others. Well, if you look at um, the digital space, I'm very, very fortunate that we decided to operate within that area and that we essentially created a new asset class. We turned the lead generation or client acquisition into an investment strategy or an investment alternative asset. And um, because of that and because of the intrinsic um, nature or DNA of how digital advertising works, we were able to turn the traditional risk-reward model on its head and rewrite the rules for risk-reward in investing. Let me explain. So traditionally in investing, if you want um, really high returns, um, then you have to be willing to accept really high risk. So if you're going to try to get big multiples, then you've got to make bets, and that's really what they are. They're educated maybe, but they're bets on whether or not a company, a stock, um, a, a precious metal, a something is going to be worth more in the future than it is today. You, that's, that's the bet you're placing, right, is that it's going to appreciate in value. And the, the higher the returns that you're pursuing, generally there are higher correlated risk. On the other end of the perspective is if you want low risk, then you generally have to be willing to accept low returns. And we're talking about things like CDs or money market accounts. So there's people that have got cash sitting on the sideline right now because they're scared of the market, and rightfully so. I mean, we just saw right now, you and I are doing this interview the end of November 2018. We just saw over the last 45 days 100% of the gains of 2018 in the stock market in the U.S. wiped out. And now I've got an article sitting on my desk from Wall Street Journal. Right now uh, there's an article that came out on Monday of this week that says stocks, bonds, face year in the red. And it talks about the fact that most are expected to finish the year actually down. Well, that's very unnerving for someone who can't afford um, to have a reset or to have a setback. So a lot of the investors that like us, enjoy investing with us, are the kind of folks that are either near or in retirement who want a great return on their money. They need to make up the difference. They need some supplemental income. They need to grow their portfolio but they don't have the tolerance or the time to be able to survive losing their money or having a setback. So they like what we do because of the model. And here's how we change that model. So in digital advertising, unlike other forms of investing, in digital advertising, I can literally start a campaign. I can show you on a computer how I do this. And, and this is not exclusive to me. Anyone that advertises on the web can do this. But I can start a campaign for 10 to 20 to $50 a day. So I can start it for $10 a day with really, you know, the risk is what you'd spend, you know, going to Starbucks or something like that in the morning. So it's a very low downside risk. And then the system, as I spend those dollars, 
The system will tell me what's working, who's responding to it, who's clicking on the ads, et cetera. So in our organization, we have allocated and set aside an R&D budget for testing new campaigns, and that money is not investor capital. That's our own profits we've generated from other campaigns that we set aside into an R&D budget. And then we allocate that budget to a new campaign, and it's $5,000 allocated over 10 days at $500 per day. Our goal in spending that $500 on day one, two, three, four, five, all the way through day 10 is not so much to make money because generally we know we're going to lose a little bit of money going into it, but it's to control the downside risk and it's to figure out what does and doesn't work. So I'll give you an example. We may start a campaign on day one. We're running it to a target audience of people that are interested in a, per, per, a particular topic or something like that. I'll give you an example. Let's say we were running a how to get out of debt program, and we target all the people that follow Dave Ramsey, right? So that's kind of his message. So let's say that we targeted those people. And at the end of day one, we look at our ad results, and the systems will tell us this. It tracks it. We look at our ad results, and we see, well, it looks like men are responding to our ads, our campaign. They're clicking through, and they're registering for whatever it is that we're trying to get them to do, sign up for a webinar, sign up for a free report, uh, download something, et cetera, or get a piece of software or a checklist or a, a calculator, debt calculator, or whatever it is that we're trying to get them to do. So men are responding, but women aren't, or maybe women aren't responding as well. And so we look at the ad dollars that it took to generate those leads, those very few leads on that first day that we spent the $500 getting, and let's say that our buyer on the other side, on the buy side, has already agreed to buy those leads from us for $20 a piece. Let's just set that as the number. So our goal as a company, an investment company, don't think of it as a lead generation company. That's our activity, the logistical activity, but it's the strategy is that we're investing money to generate that, that lead or that asset. So our goal is to get as far under $20 as quickly as possible. But on that first day, men respond, and maybe the leads with the male audience are costing us 22 or 23 or $25, but the women, the leads that opted in or registered are costing us $40. And so it's dragging the average up to, let's say, 30 or 31 or $32 a lead. Well, someone might say, well, JP, you spent $500 and you only generated whatever that would be. Let's say that um, it was $30, so uh, $50, you know, say we generated about seven or eight leads or whatever that number would be. So we generated some leads or 12 leads or whatever, but we lost money on each lead, about $10 or $11 per lead. But we don't look at it as losing money. We look at it as buying data because the system's telling us what didn't work. So if women are costing a lot more money in this particular campaign and they're not responding very well to our ad creative, then we can cut the budget to the female audience, double down on the male audience, and swing that campaign closer to profitability on day two. So day two, we run that campaign, and at the end of the day, we look at it. It's all run to male audience. But we look at it, and we see that men 45 and above are responding, and those leads are costing us 
12 $13 a piece or $15 a piece or $18 a piece. So they're actually profitable, but men 45 and under are costing us $23, $25, $28 a piece or whatever that number might be. So what do we do? We prune, just like pruning a tree, we prune what doesn't work and double down on the audience that does work. And so those kinds of activities over a two or three or up to a 10-day, rarely takes 10 days, but up to 10-day period of time, those kinds of pruning and adjustments will bring a campaign into a profitable cost per lead where we're making money on every single lead. So let's say we get it down to where it's 16 or $15. So we're spending $15 and we're getting paid $20. Our profit is $5. Well, that's a 33.3% return on our investment, right? So we know we're making money. Then and only then do we reach over into our investor capital, our pool of investor capital, and we push the throttle forward, and we start to scale that campaign. Now, here's the exciting thing that happens, David. That means that we are investing money with 100% certainty that that money is going to return a profit or generate a return on that investment. And I wow. don't know any other kind of investment strategy that gives you that kind of certainty. And what happens is that reduces the risk, right? If you eliminate the possibility of losing money when you're scaling, well, then you can have very high returns like we do, where we're generating a 30, 40, 50, 70, 100% ROI on a lead, but with extremely low or nearly eliminated downside risk because we know every single lead going over to that buyer was generated at a profit. Wow. Yeah, definitely. Um, this is um, a company that you want to follow up with, Harbor City, to check them out, harborcity.com. So, uh, Jeffy, before we start to say um, goodbye to each other, I would love to know what are your uh, your upcoming projects, what are you working on now, and also if there's anything that you would like to say to our audience. Sure, yeah, I appreciate it. So we we did something, um, you know, we've built, been building for five years now. Coming up in uh, less than a month, we will be five years old. And not five years of doing this business, but five years of taking outside money. Uh, and we created that company in December 2013 called Harbor City Capital. So I've been building companies for 27 years now, been building Harbor City Capital for five years and executing on this strategy and the only thing that is an unknown for us right now is how we can bring in capital more quickly to be able to scale the campaigns that are working. And so we started January 1 of this year with $164 million worth of leads on order from the demand side or order side of our pipeline. That means that we have contracts, insertion orders, letters of agreement, open demand from companies that are already prepared to write a check as we, whenever we deliver these leads to them. We don't have the capital to run that kind of volume or run rate. And so um, about, well, as of this interview, about nine days ago, 
we opened a new bond offering. First time I, I think anything like this has ever been done in the financial space. We created a bond that pays 1.5% per month return on the investment to the investor paid out in current income, meaning they get a payment to their bank account in month two, three, four, five, six for 24 straight months, and then they get their money back at the end of the two years, their principal. So they're going to make money along the way. They're going to generate an 18% annual return on their money, and this investment is fully collateralized and secure. Um, the, the only caveat, you asked who could invest early in our interview. I wanted to be really clear. The only person that can invest in this is an accredited investor. An accredited investor, a lot of folks don't know. If they, I even meet accredited investors who don't know that they're an accredited investor. So it's important to understand uh, what is an accredited investor. So an accredited investor, according to the Securities and Exchange Commission, is someone who has a million dollars in net worth, excluding the the value of their their primary residence, or earns $200,000 a year as an individual or $300,000 a year collectively as a couple over the last two years with the expectation of continuing in the future. So that type of a person can, can get in touch with us. You can go to harborcity.com um, and get in touch with us. We've got details about the bond offering. But we, in the last, this is what's crazy, in the last nine days, we've had 145 investors request the documents um, and information about investing in this bond, and we can only take 20. So we're, we've got a lot of people reviewing the information right now. We expect to close out this million-dollar offering here in the next week or two, and, uh, and we'll be raising more capital in the, in the new year. But if folks are looking to put money to work, maybe you've made some profit in the stock market, you need to take some of that profit off the table, you need to take that, that cash that you've got sitting on the sideline, or maybe you've got money locked up in an IRA or an old 401k from a previous job or business, you can roll that into a self-directed IRA, you're not making any money or not making very much money on it, and you'd like to put it to work and be able to earn a fixed rate of return of 18% a year paid out at 1.5% every month, every month. That means $100,000 investment will generate $1,500 every single month. So we're looking for accredited investors that want a safe, secure investment strategy that doesn't have a long lockup period, that they can put their money to work and sleep at night knowing that it's put to work, making money, and it's not put at risk. Wow. That, that, that was so, so, so interesting. And definitely, folks, you need to go on the website, harborcity.com, to speak with our dear friends. Mr. J.P. Maroney, let me study for you, M-A-R-O-N-E-Y, who is the founder and CEO of this great company, Harbor City Capital. Uh, the website, again, harborcity.com. And, of course, you can follow them and talk about all the great things that uh, they are doing. Uh, if you go on their website, uh, you will be able to uh, check out their blog. They have very, very good uh, articles, which I invite you to share on social media. Uh, I love that photo, you know, with the guy who opens his wallet with a big mouth open. <laughs> it's really uh, a photo that illustrates us so well because, you know, you, we receive all these ads about investing, investing, and then at the end they take all our money 
that, that, that we made on their feet, you know, so it's good to find a company like yours who understand that and at least acknowledge it. So we are very, very happy to have you over the phone. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is David Sarivo. I had the pleasure to have today on iHeartRadio the very talented J.P. Maruni, founder and CEO of Harbor City Capital. Ladies and gentlemen, more to come on iHeartRadio.